<laughs> Put your hands on your nuts, stir up your weenus, and strike a silly pose. Over there, and I'm like, holy! And I literally said it. I'm like, holy fuck! 
And uh, she goes, I take it, I got it. I said, yeah, you pretty much nail it, bang on. She goes, It'll, it's going to be great for the part-time. She goes, but don't quit your day job yet. She goes, you're still going to need that for the next little while. She goes, but yes, eventually, she goes, this will pay off and you'll be able to do this for a living. And she goes, and I'm actually seeing really good things for this. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really awesome. So That's fantastic. That was fucking weird. Like, to peg sharpening out of the fucking thin air like that, that's just incredible. That's impressive. Like, I was sitting down, like, yeah, I always got my pocket knife on me. I was sitting down, and my jacket's covering my hips, so I know that, you know, she never saw my fucking knife or anything, so. Did she recognize you from my website? That's a stretch, probably not. <laughs> um, I, I, mean, I yeah. give a prop for that if she's fucking recognized that. <laughs> I, 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 I don't uh, deny the existence of psychics. I, I don't, I'm not against the possibility I just believe that 97% of the people who claim to be aren't. Which is actually ex- pretty much exactly what she said. Because, like, while well, we're walking through this fucking, like, it's, again, it's, it's part of this little... Hang on, hang, on, uh, hang on, let me just finish that, because I, I, I want to finish that thought. 97% of the people who say they are, are not. And the other 3% don't know that they are, and they never will. Like, part of that 3%. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. They never exactly and they don't realize they have it, and so it never gets used. Sorry, yeah. I'd agree with that completely. Um, so we're walking around, we're checking out the old different boots and shit, and there's this one guy, and he goes, "Hey, check this thing out." And I'm like, "All right." And basically, what it is is it's like a form of like a Ouija board, but it's just done on a piece of wood. Like you actually just chop a little thin piece of wood, and then they burn. Like all like like the the letters of the alphabet numbers and yes and no and all the stuff into the, around the edges. Now I see I I don't fuck with Ouija boards. I've had fucked up experiences in my life. I don't touch that shit at all. That shit is real. I won't fuck with it at all. I'm I'm still doing still out on that too. I'm here on that. I'm telling you directly from fucked up experiences I've seen and experienced shit because of boards that I cannot explain other than. Fucking shit's real. Well, as you know, I don't know if I've shared it on this show or not, but uh, I've only ever had one paranormal experience in my life. It was late last year, and uh, or not last year, the year before, I should say. Yeah, and that that's, that's because I'm, I've, I've never had any sort of uh, paranormal experience in my life. I'm not saying you're not telling the truth. I'm just saying I have, don't have firsthand knowledge of that kind of thing. Well, well this guy, what what you do is this: is he's like. We have these little, it's called, it's called a pendulum board. And basically what you do is you hang this pendulum, you know what a pendulum is, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you hang pendulum board. Because at first you have to ask a very specific question as a yes or no answer. So you know that the answer will be yes. He goes, so then that, you'll find out what a yes answer is and what a no answer is. Because it's different from everybody. He says, then you can do all these other things. I'm like, okay. Then he does an example, and son of a bitch, the guy's not mimicking the fucking pendulum to do what he's telling it to do. Really? I'm not even subtle about it. I'm like fucking watching him fucking like he's like for me it's clockwise for yes and counterclockwise for no. And I'm like, as soon as he puts it up, he goes, "It's perfectly straight." He goes, "I'm gonna ask it a question." He goes, "Is my name Mike?" And he immediately says he moves his head and he says his face starts fucking spinning around. I'm like, "Oh come the fuck on!" Wow. So I'm like, "That's just." That's just stupid. So yeah. we got a little bit backwards. We walked away. It was just like that because I just lost. As soon as he started, I'm just like, yeah, I don't fuck with these things. I walked away. And so, so, were you watching his hand? I'm like, that's the biggest fucking farce of crap I've ever seen. <laughs> what an asshole. He shouldn't even be there. Fuck him. Yeah. I've uh, run into a couple. I had a girlfriend who went to that on a regular basis. She was just a. Uh, just laughing around the bank every month. <laughs> but I couldn't say anything, of course. Of course. And then I had, you remember that, my experience last year with the one year. Oh, my God. She just couldn't get something right, and she tried for hours. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I wish I was here for that. That would have been great. I wish I could have recorded that. Just so far off base for everything. It was actually really funny. It almost, I would almost pay to have her do a reading because it's just a reading is so bad like to do it as a joke 
I pay for that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fucking great. Actually, I wonder if there's a niche market for that for uh, really, really bad psychics. Like you go yeah, out and you do the big, do the big talk show circuit like they all do, but just get everybody totally wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if it was. I'd watch it. That'd crack me up. <laughs> but uh, people are people eat this shit up. Whether it's real or not, uh, but you know, there's, there's a reason Chris Angel has a career. It's not because no. he's talented. No, it's very, very, very true. Um, this um, other lady was very, very humorous because uh, we did two seminars, and the second one does like a form of tarot, tarot card. And um, I thought, because I'm trying to decide what I want to ask about, she goes, all I want was just like very, very simply. Now, like, I want to know about family. Okay. She goes, okay. She goes, now. So she leads for it. She goes, okay. So she flips the cards open. I pull a card out. I hand it to her. She goes, oh, this is interesting. Oh, what's that? And she says what the card is. I don't remember what the name of it was. She goes, well, what this symbolizes is that this actually symbolizes a growing family. Huh. She goes, but she goes, I'm not picking this up as you're growing a family as the sense of like relationship wise. Because I'm seeing this more as a direct family. So does that make sense? I go, actually, it kind of does. She goes, but this doesn't have to do with birth, does it? I said, no, it does not. And she goes, gossip. She goes, well, would you like to explain? I'm like, yeah. I said, well, my fucking family, my sister has discovered an entire side to my dad's side of the family that my whole life I never knew existed. Well, there you go. My sister is in contact with a bunch of people, and they're doing, and we've got, and our family, my mom's side of the family, got contacted by a lady who was adopted that turns out she's, is she's a relative of ours. Crazy. So there's like 13 siblings that my grandfather had, my dad's dad, that I never knew existed. That's insane. I have somewhat of a similar discovery, but it's not a happy one, and they're not pursuing it as such. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So it was, just, it was pretty cool. So for the two that were doing the seminar-style thing, I have to admit, they were fucking, they, they hit that shit bang on. i got to give them full credit for it. That's, I, I just think, I, I hesitate to believe that the credible ones are doing seminars. I guess, maybe, I'm wrong? Well, just, the one, both women that were doing it, both of them did start off by giving a bit of a backstory. Both of them had full-fledged careers that they quit to do this as full-time not because it's better financially, but because they just had this, because they had this sort of ability, they just thought, well, you know what, maybe we should, maybe, I think I should do this because I think it would be better for me uh, ethically that I can help people with certain things that I have this ability for. So it was, it was, it was neat. You know, like I, I'm, a, I'm an open-minded guy for certain things, but... That nice thing was fucking incredible. But why wouldn't you, anyone, from any walk of life with that ability, why wouldn't you go bet on one football game and live comfortably and not worry for, about anything for the rest of your life? Or you don't go pick a lottery number. Like, why, what? Now, that actually has been explained to me many years ago about why they don't. The fake ones will tell you it's ethical. Right? So any person that does it, and they say, I don't do that because it's unethical and it wouldn't be right to do it because I'm taking advantage. No, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe anyone has that amount of willpower because no one would ever know. But, <coughs> pardon me, the more, the real one, no one on earth has that kind of willpower. No one, if you knew that no one else on the planet could ever find out about something, you'd do it. You just would. You, you don't judge yourself that way. Nobody no. does. No, of course, anybody would do it. But what it is, is a lot of this sets up. So when you're talking about a person specifically, when it comes to career, relationships, they're giving you a form of advice. Now, if you follow their advice, you can make things happen. You can create a future based off of a suggestion. Sure, yeah, of course. Right? If you don't follow the advice, you're going to continue on the same path, and then it's going to go shitty still. Yeah. So... 
they don't pull out things from the future in the sense of this is your path, this is what will happen. It's a matter of just saying, you can do this, but it's all done as like a right suggestion. So they don't like they get like numbers. Like you can't predict numbers. You can't predict a football game because there's too many variances of what could happen. Huh. And that's the reason why they don't do it. That's what I. That's the way it's explained to me. And I thought that I'm like, well, that's that's just kind of cool. Well, that is a good explanation. And uh, yeah, not many people can predict a football game. We'll find that out next weekend. Um, yeah. A lot of people have already lost a lot of money on that. Um, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, very interesting. I'm still, I'm still skeptical, but uh, definitely open-minded to it. Like as I said, I've never experienced anything like that. But going into this, what Ann told me going into this, she's like, you know, make sure you. Um, Give them zero information. Yes. Uh, that's the whole trick. Make sure you give them absolutely no information at all. Just And then let the chips fall where they may sort of thing. I'm like, okay. So that's really what I did. I gave them no information at all. And it ended up that one chick got it fucking spot on, which was insane. And then the other lady was just a lot more like, the fact that she was more specific about the fact that it's not about you in a relationship, which also would have been true because with you know, my girlfriend with her kids and grandson and extended family on that way in that sense would have been very true. Sure. But the fact that she brought it in saying it's more your direct family and it's not because of birth. Right. Because you know, anybody can say you're going to have a large family because people are having kids and all that other shit. But the fact that she claimed it wasn't to do with that, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. This, the, the one I met this summer uh, had a couple of things like that too. She's like, you're, you're you're from a very small family, and I said, yeah. And she's like, your dad was the only child. I got at eight brothers and sisters. Um, Same <laughs> <laughs> nine children on my dad's side. Um, it just I kept going all the way down to my stepfather. She was talking to my stepfather. He was in the room, and. Uh, if he really was, he would have been laughing his eyes off. Because uh, <laughs> he, he was either feeding her bullshit or she was just that bad, which I can totally see him doing. Uh, if he actually were me, he'd just give her bullshit answers to make me laugh anyway. That's the kind of guy he was. <laughs> As well, uh, yeah, man, just kept going for like, ow, all night I let this lady go. And gave her chance after chance. I didn't give her any information, but I didn't, uh, I didn't lie about anything either. Um, the, uh, the, odd, the only thing she did get right was, oddly enough, was guessing numbers. Like, she'd, make, she'd ask me to think of a number, and she'd guess it every time. Oh, shit. Now, there was one other thing I did, which was pretty fucking fascinating, because I actually got this whole printout. What you do is, you, you give your, um, your name, your birth date, and the town and province or state that you live in. Okay. Okay. And then what she does is she enters this in, into her computer, and then basically what it does is it tells her uh, it does a whole printout thing, and it basically tells you the alignment of the planets on that on the day of your birth, and then what your personality style type is. Oh, those can be I've seen those be accurate, like freakishly. Yeah, and like I got like a what is it like a, a fucking one two. Three, four, five, six-page fucking printout, and it gives you your romance secrets, your psyche secrets, relationship secrets, your seduction secrets, relationship secrets part two, and then your terror reading. Which the terror reading I did that that part of it was seemed pretty bullshit. I didn't like any of that one, but the um, the seduction one is fucking nuts. Because I, I didn't read you part of this, but this was fucking crazy. Um, and by the way, just before going, I would say uh, any psychics or, or fans of psychics, please drop us a line. Eric and Gordon at Outlook.com. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, where the fuck was it here? Uh, 
this is fucking hilarious. A sensitive lover. You can get excited by French kissing, but the greatest turn on is oral. Wow. And now what? Now what's funny about that is, is I'm gonna give everybody a little fucking secret about me here, but it's no secret to me. Well, you make that sound so dirty, like I've done something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, for me, sexually, I completely get off on pleasuring a woman. Me blowing my load, that's secondary. I don't need to fucking come in order for me to enjoy the experience. I get off on watching her get off. Right. Oral is a big, big, big production. It's a big, big fucking deal for me. So the fact that this thing came out and directly states that was really funny. Now, mind you, there's one part of it which was really made me laugh, which says, it says you can get excited by French kissing, but the greatest turn on is oral or manual stimulation of the nipple. <laughs> it's such yeah. a weird big thing. <laughs> yeah, let me add that to the website. Uh, nipple peaking and nerve sharpening. I got that. That's awesome. The only <laughs> one thing I have studied uh, just in my spare time in the last couple of years is that kind of along the way, but almost as applicable, I don't have my books with me right now, unfortunately, is uh, handwriting analysis. Um, determining personality traits based on handwriting analysis, and it was freakishly accurate. Um, yeah, it is that. Just for a signature, um, it's scary how much you can learn about a person. And I tested it on everyone I knew uh, in the building out of England, and it was dead on for just about every single one. And I, I, I didn't do myself. I never have. Um, but I know me. I don't. I don't know. But there might be things about me I'd find out that I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's really weird how well it works out. Um, super interesting to me. That kind of stuff I I really enjoy learning about, like the uh, you know uh, handwriting analysis. It's things. It's just crazy like that. I can't think of another one right now that's similar. But like uh, like how you can read people and, and know when they're lying. That kind of shit. Yeah, it's that's that is wild. Um, I I would love to have that sort of explained on how that actually works. But, I'm, uh, I'm sure you would call it some sort of uh, um, forensic analysis. It would be, um, but yeah, the the handwriting it was based on a forensic book. It was like a FBI handbook I had. Or the guy the guy worked for the FBI. That's why he did it, so to speak. And he wrote this book. And, uh, so you thought that just to fuck with people? Like, that was his whole thing? I guess so. Well, I, I, I'm not I sure. I just to fuck with somebody. That's awesome. But he uh, he put in a series of uh, very famous people's signatures over the years and, and, and put the things based on their signatures that were, like, really very specific things that you can learn from someone. And he, went, he did everything from, like, JFK up to... Uh, uh, Jim Carrey. Wow, eh? Um, very cool. So I learned, learned quite a bit. I don't remember most of it. <laughs> um, but I've got the reference books, and as, as long as I follow them, I can, I can know your personality. Even if I've never met you, I can know very intimate details about you. That's awesome. And I did test on, st- on stages at the bar just to see and uh, made sure they were honest. And if you're honest about it, it works out really, really cool. And if you're lying, I can tell. So <laughs> That's amazing. That kind of stuff is neat to me. Um, that hand-in-hand with someone who has even the slightest bit of clairvoyance would be a force to be reckoned with. Because just your ability to manipulate people, if you could do that, would be amazing. Oh, absolutely. Like, could you imagine if you had any psychic ability whatsoever? Like, if, if you just had that power to suggest to people, like, everyone within 200 miles would have a brand new bedside right now. Oh, absolutely. I would totally do that for personal gain. I would also do it just to fuck with people, just, just for the sheer joy of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, so would I. Oh, my God. I would be really the province right now. Badly. Yeah, badly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just making terrible decisions. But I do living next door to Jimmy Patterson. And, uh... <laughs> But you wouldn't do it fucking worse than what we already have running the country, that's for sure. I, I wouldn't live. I don't like the British properties. I would never live up there. Um, I've never actually been to the British properties. I've been on the bus before, but never made it all the way up. Giant houses. A lot of Saudi money there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. There's, uh, there's some Saudi prince that lives up there. No shit. Those houses are ridiculous. I did a lot of meetings for people up there. Back in the good old moving days. The thing I never understood about the uh, about that area was why, um, um, with uh, because that's what I was heard. It's just like uh, an insane money is up there, and I can never understand if there's that much money, then why is there a public transit system up there? I would imagine for servants and maids and housekeepers and and that ilk. <laughs> That was always my experience. The help needs to get home somehow. God forbid they should spend the night. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Fucking yeah. them That's funny. Uh, well, you know, family guy thing. Yeah, uh, uh, you can go now. No, I stay. No, I stay, thank you. I stay. We need more lemon pledge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of old things that I find funny, uh, to to you like this, I just read it uh, before we went on there. But to mark the 25th anniversary of uh, uh, 25 years that Kevin Smith has been going to the Sundance Film Festival, yeah, he, he has been greenlit for the new Jay and Silent Bob movie. I did hear about that. That's right. Thought uh, you'd like that. I don't know if I care. I'm kind of done with them, but... but See, now that I smoke weed anymore, I don't know how into it I'd be, because I just, I love their Father Stoner references and shit, but I still kind of enjoyed that movie. I just, I just, because, you know, they just made it. I love ridiculous, stupid movies with a whole lot of, like, what do they call them, Easter eggs and yeah. shit like that in it. So I really enjoyed it. See, I was, I was already tired of the two characters by the time the movie came out. Like, because they're in all of his movies, right? Yeah. By the time they finally got around to making their own movie, I was done with them. I, I really didn't enjoy it. I, I never really found Jane Hughes' character on that movie funny. I, I think Jane Hughes is hilarious, but uh, I don't find that particular character uh, all that funny, except for the first Clerks movie. Um, I, I did enjoy... If since you're a fan of Jane Hughes, you'll appreciate this. Um... When um, have you ever seen uh, an evening with Kevin Smith? No, I never have. Oh, okay. First of all, just stop what the fuck you're doing. Cause I'm about to ruin the image you saw that you're used to. Um, little '80s bad rap reference for you there. Um, but uh, he what it basically is is he goes to all these universities and he just stands there. He just everybody lines up and they ask questions and he answers them in these long-winded Kevin Smith style fucking answers. And they're really funny. And one of the things was he was talking about, um, I can't remember, I don't even know what the question was that led up to it, but how one time, uh, oh, I remember, Jane Mews had fucking proposed to this fucking girl he was dating. And he proposed to her, and he's like, I got, he goes, I, I got the video. And he's like, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, well, Oh, that's awesome, man. He goes, I, well, I want to see it. He goes, yeah, well, there's more. He's like, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, after I proposed, we we had sex. And I videotaped the whole thing. He goes, but after, right after we had proposal, we ended up having sex, like right there on the spot. So he was like, well, yeah, that's good. He goes, no, but that means I videotaped it. So Kevin Smith's like, there's a, there's a Jason Mew sex tape out there. He's like, yeah, he goes, well, I want to fucking see it. So Muse is like, actually, I was going to ask you, would you want to see it and, like, critique it for me? <laughs> so, so he's like, yeah, I'll fucking watch it. So he watches this fucked up sex tape, and he says, in the background is the MTV Music Awards, and the camera keeps trying to focus between them fucking on the floor and the fucking TV screen in the background. Oh, that's so nothing ever stays in fucking focus, right, the whole time? 
<laughs> fucking Kevin Smith goes, he goes, so he watches the thing, and he's like, so what'd you think? He's like, dude, he goes, I gotta say, he goes, you know, it's, it's, it's a horrible video. Don't ever show it to anybody. It's terrible. He says, but I have to say something about your performance. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it is the most anticlimactic calm I've ever seen in my life. He literally just, this is, he just goes, uh, Billy annoys, Billy emotion, pulls off, pulls off the condom, and then just walks away. <laughs> Leaves it right on the fucking floor. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like Jason Mewes. That sounds like something he would do. So I thought that Brutal. There's a couple of, uh, of other sex tapes out there you can track down. If you, I don't know where they'd be now, but they exist. Ah, uh, thankfully, I don't fuck in front of film, so. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't see no the fucking is a thing, so. <laughs> There's a camera's rolling, uh, game on. <laughs> uh, there been two times in my life I've said no. Unless I was trying to be, prove a point to a girlfriend. Yeah, that's, yeah, that which I can understand that. But, uh... Yeah, it's funny you made that rap reference. I know it must be old man reference days lately. I've been making them too. Uh, I was talking to a girl this morning and uh, talking about how I'm becoming a social worker. Yeah, and I made the reference. That's like Gargan now becoming a, running a Smurf rescue agency. <laughs> and uh, I had to explain the Smurf reference because that's very old. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I also, I, I don't know if I told you, I don't think I told you that awesome one-liner. What's that? But if I had a DeLorean, I'd drive it from time to time. <laughs> that took me a moment.
when it debuts. So, uh, very cool. That's awesome. Um, but I do want to plug his show, Own the Truth, on Anchor.fm and everywhere uh, that our podcast is distributed. Um, and it's such a really interesting show, just about uh, keys to success. Um, he's a fairly successful guy. And these aren't always nice, good things, by the way. Um, they're, they're, they're truth, own your truth. So sometimes he does some nasty shit to, to stay successful. And uh, very interesting like, podcast. Really neat. I don't, he's a great guy. I've really enjoyed getting the mail over the past few days. I don't think we'd be friends. Uh, I do. <laughs> I, I I respect him. I really respect him and his opinion. It's great that he, that he does, but I just I he's very his nose is way up in the air now, and he's just schooling us on how to be rich like him. Not oh, necessarily God. rich, but successful, I should say. Uh, not necessarily rich, um, although he does put I think too much emphasis on that. Uh, <laughs> every poor person says that. Um, the the only people who say money can't buy happiness or ones who don't have any. Yeah, exactly. You never hear you. What you think? You rarely hear a rich person say that. No, rich people didn't, didn't come up with that uh, statement. Um, poor people came up with that to lie to their children, uh, so they weren't jealous of their rich friends. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so only to check it out. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, the listening audience, that's just you, the record. Uh, really, really good show. Huh. And I'm really trying to get swept up in the, uh, the whole community. There are, there are good shows out there. Mine wasn't the only one. Uh, I, I, I led myself to believe that mine was the only one, but it's not. There is some quality entertainment to be found out there. Just uh, sometimes you have to do some digging. But as soon as, but if you are digging, and you stop by and you see Eric and Gord, what if we're right? That's where you stop. Absolutely, and um, <laughs> uh, uh, my my deepest gratitude to all the fellow podcasters who have started following me on Twitter and on Instagram and are connecting on Facebook and just trying to build the community uh, with Gordon and I as part of it. Thank you so much for welcoming us and. Uh, for, for being a part of it. Good, you don't get to see this so much. I should start sharing it with you more, but uh, there's a lot of other podcasters following us and, and trying to see what we're up to. And I, I think it's cool. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know to what end, like how far this could go, but I think uh, obviously everything's always going to go better if, if we all stick together. And, and there's plenty of room in this market for us all to make it. So the more we help each other, the better off we are. We're all going to be. Oh, absolutely. Make a nice little community out of this. De- definitely. And it's not one where there's ever going to be a spirit of, of competition, really, because everything is so diverse and so different. Like, I don't think anyone's ever going to be like our show. I, yeah, but I know they won't. Because <laughs> we're, we're the media model, and I'm not about to change that now. Um, what else? We didn't even get to any current events today. Rena Mercury, or uh, sorry, uh, Kelly Ellard out on uh, bail. Parole, I should say. Kelly Ellard, remember the uh, the girl who, uh, when we were, I think we were about nineteen when this happened. Uh, she drowned a, a schoolmate of hers. She beat her to death and drowned her. Her boyfriend, very very famous. Oh, actually, I do remember that. Um, been in, in and out of jail. Oh, adult life. She's one of the. <laughs> she keeps uh, not getting parole. She finally did. She got day parole, and they, they extended it now for about six months. It was a big thing in the news today. Um, she's bad shit crazy. Totally got no remorse whatsoever. The girl looked at her boyfriend too hard, and she killed her. Um. Jesus Christ, really? Uh, yeah, just beat her, burned her with cigarettes, like just beat her for hours and hours and then drowned her in the river so she couldn't get away. Oh, um, wow. Crazy. Absolutely horrific. She went to jail as a teenager and had a couple of kids in there. She's probably going to run. She's not much younger than me. She's cute as a button, too. Really, eh? <laughs> but she's out on parole and everyone's mad about it. People really <laughs> got behind this case. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, our government's falling apart, and uh, yeah, everything's normal. And that guy who chopped a dude's head off is out of jail. Oh, he's always, he's been out for a long time. He's yeah. totally free. He's totally free. He has no conditions. He has no uh, anything. He's, he's completely 100% just as free as you and I. Then he got to a different room, but in his old neighborhood where his victim's parents are, so they get to see him on a daily basis. That's hot. He, he was, he played, just, uh, he played the system brilliantly. Whoever his amazing lawyer is. Because they had him found not criminally responsible. Meaning he was insane. And within a matter of months, he was already getting day passes. Because he wasn't crazy. And they, the, the whatever treatment center or hospital he was in just deemed him fine. So he wasn't, he was too crazy to go to jail for it, but he wasn't crazy enough to save my money then. I just don't understand. You went on a public bus and chopped a dude's head off. How does that not make you fucking crazy? He was eating his fucking eye when the police showed up. Yeah. Like, what part of that does not say crazy? Well, I think you have to be somewhat crazy to manipulate the system into believing you're not. Like, this man is Satan. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what any lawyer or anybody says, how do you not just sit and say, did you not chop off this guy's head and start eating him? Yes, I did. So, therefore, you're crazy. See, that's where... Uh, if you're not crazy, well, then you know what? <laughs> yeah, then you need to die. Then you need to die. And and then then that's my actual uh, belief. Uh, but I... I, I think any, anyone who's found not criminally responsible um, is worthy of uh, being stuffed out. I think if you're not criminally responsible, then you're not human. Uh, I, I believe that uh, wholeheartedly. I, I really do support capital punishment. I wish it would come back. And uh, definitely, any case where someone's found not criminally responsible, uh, if you can't form the judgments, if you're too mentally incapacitated to know right from wrong, then in my opinion, you're an animal, and you should be put to sleep. Absolutely. Um, Couldn't agree with that anymore. I believe right and wrong are innate. I think we were born with the knowledge of what's correct and what is not. I don't believe we ever needed the Ten Commandments to tell us that we shouldn't kill and steal and, and, uh, and lie to people. I think we just know that inherently. Um, we certainly fucking should. And if... If I'm correct in that, then uh, that's what makes us human. That's what separates us from the animals. And if you can't do that, then you're not separated from the animals. That's uh, that's just what I believe, kids. Send me your emails. We're here again, Gordon. I look back up. Oh, well, what do you think? Hit us up on Twitter. Are you crazy? I think you're crazy. I don't care. I think it's up at that point. Why are you even asking the question? Yeah, exactly. Just, just lights out. That's it. But I don't care what the reason is. I don't care what his past is. What led him to do? No, lights out. You're done. Um, it wasn't a sharp knife. He like sawed this guy's head off for hours. Yeah, and nobody did anything. Um, it is. We've reached this point in our society where we everyone's so scared to have an opinion that that we have like these checklists. And that's what happened with this guy. They had a checklist, and the judge referred to a checklist, and then, yeah, by, by all rights, by everything on this list, you're crazy, sir. <laughs> you know? Look at it. Can't you consider the fact? No, you can't. You can't consider facts anymore. Everybody has to be by this book. Um, Proverbially, you know what I mean? Uh, there's a set of guidelines that you have to follow, and if you don't, you face prosecution yourself. Yes. And uh, so you're not allowed to use your judgment anymore. It's a ridiculous way to live. But we're going to see a lot more cases like this. Where, because just the rules have been written and they're so convoluted because every new government, every new judiciary comes up with a little addition of their own to the point where none of it makes any sense. And uh, you're gonna, you see all kinds of cases like this where people who should be locked up aren't and people who shouldn't be are. 
and I don't think it's going to get any better. I just no, I just I just don't understand it. That's the thing I don't get. I just don't get it. Like how? I mean, I get busted by a red light camera. That's faulty. And I'm guilty. I don't even get to argue the fucking fact. And yet this guy chops a dude's fucking head off and eats the dude's eye socket. No, 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 he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Less, less time than you would get for uh, kicking a dog. Yeah. Or uh, actually less, less time than you would get for any white-collar crime. That's uh, yeah, oh. a sick, stupid situation. Um Ken Sim was the guy, in case people don't remember. Ken Sim was his name. He Vincent something. I, I don't recall it over the top, off the top of my head, but... No, Vince Lee was his real name, and now he's told me something. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Not Ken Sim at all. I, I fully retract that. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to look it up now because I feel like an idiot. I, I believe it was Vince Lee was his real name. I think they should just call him Psycho Dude Number Fucking One. Uh, okay, Google. Okay, Google. Oh, I can't reach. Oh, because it won't do it when I'm recording. Okay, I will post a uh, brief message with his real name at the end of this episode. Because <laughs> I feel bad. Um, Tim Sim is a. Psycho's fucking name wrong? Absolutely nothing to do with Ken Sim. Not, not, uh, Ken Sim is a UN for a man that's going to be a little bit of a business, man. I don't want the two to be confused. <laughs> oh, man, I think that's a kind of a good mix-up. I think that's kind of funny. I, I fully agree. I'm very sorry uh, to Mr. Sim. A uh, little bit of a funny mix-up there. Even, even I'm not perfect all the time. <laughs> Just most of the time. Yes. Yeah. I'm not even going to finish that thing. You, you guys know. You all know. <laughs> oh, fuck. That oh, is, um, as I said, before we started recording, I didn't have a hell of a lot I really wanted to talk to you about. I know you wanted to keep it short. Should we try to wrap up pretty soon here for you, good? I would say yeah, because I gotta get up at like fucking six thirty. That's in like five hours. Yeah, I actually have to. Uh, I got nearly one tomorrow myself because I'm such a busy hip happening guy. Lately, <laughs> um, it's going for about five more minutes. If that's alright. Yeah, it's all cool. Because I just uh, it's Friday night, and I think it's it should be time for a, a Friday night uh, mad lib to, to say goodnight on. Sounds good plan to me. I'm going to ask you, Grid, for, let's see here. Uh, I need uh, an adjective. Oh, God. Something that describes a person or a place or a thing. Anything? Yeah, like something, a descriptive word. Um... Jesus Christ, that's like one in the morning. I don't know what to think. Um, Ugly, smelly, happy. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's easy enough. Okay. Um, exuberant. Exuberant. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, exuber. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Exub. Exub. Uh, All right. Um, I need a place. Um... Wisconsin. 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 I need uh, one of us as a you or me. You. Eric. Uh, verb. Ending in in. Um, dancing. Dancing. Uh, I need a noun. Um... Um, what's a noun? Hang on. Uh, person, place, or thing. Uh, proper, like, any, uh, just a thing, basically. Anything is a noun, pretty much. Um, a shed. A shed. I need another adjective. Um, um, depressed. Depressed. <laughs> 
Okay, a part of the body that's plural. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. Okay, another body part. Um, does that have to be plural or no? Nope. Nope. Weenus. 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 Another other thing. Do you know what a weenus is? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Do you want to explain it for those who don't? Uh, a weenus is the the uh, tip of your elbow. Another other thing. Um, okay, let's go for about silly. Silly. A number. Nine. Nine. Another adjective. <laughs> Holy Christ, what am I writing? A fucking novel? Yeah. Um, um, oh, hang on. I got one. Give me a second. Morning. Morning. An adverb. That's an action word, if you don't know. Um, stabbing. Stab. <laughs> Let's go with... I'm going to go with stabby. Stabby. That works. Uh, a number. 13. 13. We're almost done, I promise. <laughs> 13, another adjective. I'm going with that one just to make it quick. Another part of the body. Um, big toe. Big toe. A plural noun. Like two um, people, two places, two things. Excuse me. Roads? Roads. <laughs> I like it. Another part of the body? Um... Nipple. Nipple. Another adverb. Um. Like. Signs? Uh, something ends in L Y. Uh, ends in L Y. How about. Jesus Christ. Um, rarely, usually. Yeah, that kind of a thing. Loudly. I like rarely. That works. Rarely, alright. Okay, with rarely. One more adjective. <laughs> um, space. And we are done. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read you a little story uh, <laughs> that, that our good friend Gord wrote tonight about the latest dance craze. Um, and uh, you can uh, send your uh, responses to Eric and Gordon at Outlook.com. The latest dance craze by Gord Strain. Have you heard about the exuberant dance craze sweeping, sweeping Wisconsin? It's called the Eric. Slip on your dancing shoes and turn up the speakers in your shed. Let's master the moves and put this depressed dance on the map. <laughs> put your hands on your nuts, stomp your readers, and strike a silly pose. <laughs> take nine morning steps to the left, spin stabby, then take 13 ugly steps to the right. Spin stabby. <laughs> Throw your big toe into the air and sway your roads from side to side. Uh, for the big finish, stick out your ripple and wiggle it rarely. <laughs> Repeat all of this space again until the song is over. <laughs> there you go, kids. That's, that's the new dance craze that Gordon made up. <laughs> so I need to ask. Now, is that did you literally just take all those things and you just created that at the end? No, no. Uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's a game. It's Madness. It's, it used to be a board game. Now, of course, it's an app. But you had to in the words, and it, it's a predetermined, like, thing. That's fantastic. It just comes with blanks, and you, you fill in the blanks, and then read the story. But I don't know the story beforehand. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because I can well, come I, up with that all by myself. I mean, I would have been very impressed if you did. That would have been pretty cool if you did that all by yourself, just like that. Well, I tell you, that's the second one we've done. And there's only 21 free ones before I have to pay for the app, so very soon I'll be making up my own story. 
Oh, I enjoyed my story. I thought that was fun. That is, I like your dance. I might save that one. <laughs> the Eric. The Eric. Put your hands on your nuts, stomp your noodles, and strike a silly pose. <laughs> How do you stomp your weenus? That's a weird one. <laughs> People don't use weenus enough. No. My my girlfriend actually is the one who told I didn't know that term. I've never heard that before until uh, she told me. And I'm just like, that is amazing. She's like, I'm like, what's a weenus? She's like, I'll show you. And she pinches my elbow and said, but I'm like, ow. And she goes, I just pinched your weenus. I know it only because it goes hand in hand with that. Uh, I, I wanted to come up in like a dirty anatomy quiz one time. And I never finished it off. But I, I came out with, you know, what's your weenus? And also, um, can you name a part of the human body that swells up to nine times its own size? And it, it's it's the the pupil. It's the pupil. Yeah, it's not what you think swells to nine times its own size. Well, I guess that depends on the guy. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. But uh, yeah, the pupil is the one I'm going for there, and that's actually true. Um, <laughs> I was going to come up with a whole bunch of I I lost track of it, but uh, anyway, that's how I wanted to end up Friday night with a Friday night story by Gord. <laughs> And we won't have time to get it to it tonight, but uh, the next time we talk, which I'm assuming will be Sunday because it usually is, um, I will have another Eric and Gord to celebrate right here on the show. It's part of our weekly Eric and Gord um, celebration that I started. <laughs> also, uh, another us that's just fascinating. I, I'm always amazed by these. Oh, they they get better and better every week. Um, and uh, also, uh, probably have some going on board talk because he's just been going crazy lately. We haven't gotten to him, but uh, he hasn't been letting us down. Gordon Ford. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I did a bit of research, which I'm not looking forward to, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you, 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 I've got it all on the back there, though. He was just, oh, that guy is so good. I want to vote for, I'm going to move on to and vote for him to see Stephen uh, as long as we have our podcast. <laughs> that fucking guy. I mean, every day it's just something fucking new in the, in the paper with him. I just don't even know what to say anymore. I cannot believe we are living in a country where Rob Ford was the good one. Yeah. Scary, scary, scary thought. <laughs> oh, that was a fun, lighthearted night. Uh, we need one of those once in a while. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that I stayed up for this. This is good. Well, I'm glad you did, too. And so are the uh, 2,800 people that uh, like our show. All 2,800 of you. Now, why do you motherfuckers know how to work a computer? Seriously, guys, come on. One email, and you get five bucks. No, no, I, I swear, the first person you email me gets five bucks. The first two people. Each get five dollars. Um, Eric and Gord at Outlook.com. Or uh, okay. you can just look us up on Twitter, look us up on Facebook, look us on Instagram, uh, wherever. If you Google Eric and Gord, we're like the first two pages. Pick one and write something. First person who makes a comment, even on one of the comment sections of one of the platforms where our show is being played, uh, you will get five bucks. That's I, I promise you. It's getting to the point where I almost feel like I need to add in my fucking personal phone number for these idiots to call in. 604-655-9630. 24 hours a day is the number for the show. My God. All right. On that note, everybody, be careful while you're doing the Eric. It's a very stabby dance. Uh, Take care of your weaknesses and take care of each other. (laughs) Dance your dick off, motherfuckers. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, Jesus. And I'm stopping recording. Doop.